0: The Snippet Series is generally sponsored by the Saka family in honor of the Yerazide of Joseph Saka, whose 50th Yerazide will take place in January. Also tonight's Snippet is sponsored by Aaron Zuckerman for the Refua Shlema of Aryeh David. Ben Yehudas Shira should have a complete, speedy, and painless refuah Shlema. We are up to the opening sentence of the second paragraph, V'hayam Shemua Teshmu. We describe V'hayaz Lashon Simcha. Where is the joy? The joy is the way in which we do the mitzvos. The second paragraph deals with Kabbalah ol mitzvos. The first paragraph is about submission, surrender. That God is in control. We work for Him. He doesn't work for us. Then the second paragraph is the work that we have to do. We serve Him. And what is the nature with which we serve Him? Not as a burden. Not as if it's difficult. Not as if we're seeking to discharge. But what a joy, what a privilege. What a gishmak it is to be a Yid and to have the privilege to live a life of Torah and Mitzvah. We share the interpretation of the Orachaim. And of Rashi, if you look in the old, you'll find it in the new. Our timeless Torah animates not only the past, but it informs and inspires the present. We're supposed to listen, Hayom. where we last left off, I should say, El Mitzvah Sai. We last saw of Schwab. Why doesn't it just say, listen, Mitzvah to the mitzvahs? What is El? Because the mitzvahs speak to us. Like the Rambam and the Perish Mishnahis, every Jew has their mitzvah. Every Jew has a mitzvah that calls our name, that speaks to us, that invites us that we feel connected to. So it's not just generically the mitzvos, but it's El mitzvosai. it's an invitation to the mitzvos. Hayom, Rashi famously says, Hayom means that our attitude should be not, I can't believe I'm stuck with this contract from my ancestors, my great-great-great-great-great-grandparents made a deal with God and I'm bound by it? I have to live this life of compromise and sacrifice because they entered a deal on my behalf? How could that be? It's punitive, it's unfair. So that's why Rashi tells us, our attitude, the Torah tells us, Im shamo'a tishm'u hayom. Hashem, 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 itzav, hayom, Hashem is giving us today, every day we should feel like it's new. Imagine a married couple who every day feel like it's their wedding day, it's their honeymoon. The freshness, the newness, the excitement, the electricity, the energy, the romance, Hayom. It shouldn't become old or archaic, it should never grow stale, but it should be a sense of Hayom. And what is it that we're supposed to listen to? And what is it we're supposed to feel ayom? liavas Hashem, to love Hashem. The Rambam in his Morinavuchim writes that the tachlis of all of mitzvahs, the goal, the essence, the purpose of all the mitzvahs that we do is avas Hashem. The mitzvahs are each a mechanism in their own right. Each mitzvah is an invitation, an opportunity to express and to invest in and to feel and to solidify that love of Hashem. To feel His love and affection for us and to reciprocate our love and affection for Him. We usually assume, here's the chap, it's Rav Dessler's Kuntros but really it goes back to the Rammam and Moranavuchim. Avuchim. We usually assume, when do you do mitzvos? If you love Hashem. If you honor Hashem, you love Hashem, you live for Hashem, then you'll do His mitzvos. They're not always convenient, they're not always comfortable, but we'll do them if we love Him. The ramam says it's the opposite. When you do them, you'll come to love Him. In doing the mitzvot, we build that bridge. When we meet the needs of another, even if it's inconvenient or uncomfortable, then we've sacrificed, we've compromised, we've given a piece of ourselves. And if we love ourselves, then we love that which we've given a piece of ourselves to. So just like when it comes to human beings, love is not the result of receiving but of giving, so too with mitzvos. We don't do mitzvot because we love. We come to love Hashem because we've done His mitzvot. Ula Continues the Passock, to serve Hashem with all of our hearts. The Gemara in Tainus and Davbezim and Aleph tells us, what does it mean to serve Hashem? Avoda I do with my hands and my feet. Avoda I do with my mouth and my ears. Avoda I do, I take the dalad Minim, I keep kosher, I observe Shabbos, I blow the shofar, I put on tefillin. Avoda is action oriented. What's the avoda? In what way do I serve Hashem in my heart? And with my emotion, says the Gemara, Tfilah davening. Davening is the service of Hashem that is in the heart. In fact, many people say davening is so hard. We've dedicated now 302, 303 snippets, whatever we're up to, several years. We barely scratched the surface of how much there is to say about davening. Davening is so hard. Many of us struggle with it every day, several times a day to say the same words, to feel connected and moved and transformed by it. It's very difficult. So the answer is, that's why it's called avoda. If it were easy, it wouldn't be called avoda. It's avoda she believe. it's hard work. Marriage is hard work, parenting is hard work, work is hard work, or it's supposed to be, or it's allowed to be. The things that pay off are hard work. The dividends make it worth it. The Rambam in the beginning of Hilchah's in the first parak, learns from our Pasuk, the Rambam learns that davening every day is del It's a biblical obligation. He learns it from this Pasuk. But the Ramban disagrees. And the Ramban says, to daven once a day is not a biblical obligation. To daven is only when there's an eis sara, when there's a crisis, when there's an urgency. When you feel you're in trouble, the proper response is not only to take initiative and take action, but to call out to Hashem for help. So the Ramban says, davening each day is only an obligation-based sara, And the Rambam says, davening every day is a biblical obligation. The text of the davening that we have the frequency and timing of the davening we have, that's rabbinic. But the Rambam he says davening once a day is biblical. The Ramban says it's rabbinic. And Rabbi Soloveitchik famously said they're not disagreeing. So what does it mean they're not disagreeing? They both agree that the driver of davening every day, or the driver that obligates you in davening biblically, is eis zara The feeling that you're in crisis, the feeling of desperation, the feeling of dependence. For the Ramban, that only comes up in a big crisis. For the Rambam, is there a day you open your eyes that you're not in crisis? Is there a day that you wake up and you don't say, Hashem, I need your help? Is a pandemic raging? Anti-Semitism is on the rise. Stock market is in flux. The real estate bubble is growing. Our health we can't take for granted. Who knows? You drive your car, you'll get to your destination safely. For the Rambam, he agrees. The driver of the biblical obligation of Daven is a tzara. The Rambam just believes that is every day. So what does the Ramban do with our Pasuk? If it doesn't teach you the biblical obligation to Davin, what is the Ramban? What is, how does he understand? We'll pick up with tomorrow night.